Welcome to Punchboard Paradise, coming to you from the heartland of America in Omaha, Nebraska, where we discuss the world of tabletop gaming, the topics that affect the board game community, and give honest and fair reviews of the industry's hottest games. In episode 109, the Punchboarders talk about some recent plays, we reach into the mailbag to answer a question, and finally draft games that why the heck have I not played this yet? Hey, everybody, I'm Clef. <laughs> hey, I'm Chad. I'm Richie. I wasn't really sure what to call it. So. <laughs> yeah, I think we've called it a, we a few yeah. different things so far. But. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Woo. All right. I'm I'm like, I'm kind of amped because, uh, you yeah. know, this is d- yeah. a different day for me coming in from work and everything. It's woo. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, you're I, a little I guess, bit behind you know, the scenes. Don't tell people we record on different days. I know. <laughs> it's so weird. No, I was, I was checking in. I was calling my wife after work, just checking how her day was because, you know, she, she teaches theater and she just started her, uh, her, her, her class with the young kids, which is like three to four year olds. And so she's telling me, she was like, it was pretty good. You know, uh, it was interesting. She had a, she likes to warm up with them, do a body warm up. And she does this thing like with, in her Mr. Rogers voice, you know, she goes, okay, well, I forgot my, my, uh, my paint can, but we were going to paint this room, kids. We were going to paint it. So let's dr- bring in our imaginary paint and we're going to paint it with our bodies. Okay. So dip your hand in the imaginary paint and dip your, you know, and then of course my wife not thinking, of course, she goes, dip your bottom in it and you're going <laughs> to, and, uh, and so one kid just pulls right down his pants and, and he's rubbing his butt on the wall <laughs> and, they, and they, they have to, uh, he's, and he's like laughing, he's it's the best thing ever for this kid, he's like finally, uh, but you know, so uh, yeah, she should have learned from me that you don't give that much leeway, right? No, yeah, I got a five and a seven year old, you bring up fart jokes or yeah. Anything about butts? They're yeah. they're all in. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, she had a great day. Uh, I had a good day. I would just love to hear that conversation with the parent afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So my son said, <laughs> right? She was like, I don't think anybody wants to hear that their kid rubbed their butt on the wall for three three minutes. But you know, anyway. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Richie, what have you been playing lately? Well, I got in uh, a couple plays of Welcome to the Moon. Oh, I, I want to hear oh, about this yeah, because everybody is hot on this game. Yeah, and this is uh, basically a sequel to Welcome 2, oh, okay. which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a completely different Clef and I <laughs> got in line for at Origins, oh my the gosh. last Origins we How went to. How long ago was that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a long time. I mean, this Clef, I think, would rather play in traffic right. than wait in line. In it's cr- almost like welcome to but. it's almost like scott bacula jumped into clef's body yeah. and waited in line for this game at origins uh, uh, that was good that was yeah. a good reference <laughs> uh, but in welcome to the moon there are basically eight different games or eight different ways to play welcome to in the box so i, I won't really because i've only played two of them so far there you can play a campaign uh, which worried me at first, but it's they're very short paragraphs that you read, and all it does is change the cards that are in your particular game. Uh, or you can just play it like arcade style, where you pick whatever mission that you want to play and you play through it. But 
uh, it's still welcome too. So it's still a you know a flip and write essentially where you're going to shuffle up the the decks. You make three uh, equal decks, and then you flip over the top card. So you're gonna, you're going to have a number and then an action paired up. So that is still the same, but every mission is completely different on how they play, which I would say it it. It fixes Welcome To for me. I, I'm not a huge fan of Welcome To. Jessica is. That's the only reason I still play it, is that she wants to play it. If you are tired of Welcome To, like I am, or you know whatever, your, your spouse really loves it, you don't, uh, this is a, a good fix for it. Every, like I said, every mission is unique. So you'll read the little mission statement or whatever, and then you'll go in and it will actually explain the rules for that particular mission. And then at the end of that mission, whoever won gets to choose what the next card is that goes into the deck, which just changes it very slightly. It's not a crazy change or anything like that, but it is a good way to play through and learn all the rules pretty seamlessly. Uh, it's almost like a tutorial as you're going through the hmm. campaign that will teach you each different way to play the game within the box. I like that idea. So yeah, I, yeah. It, like I said, it, if you are into Welcome To or you know someone into Welcome To, I think that this is a, a much better buy because you got a lot of different options. It's, you know, keeps it fresh as you're going through it and you're not just playing just the same game over and over again. So not to mention the fact that it's, it's dry erase, right? So you can... Yeah, yeah. The, the production is very nice. Yeah, it's dry erase boards built into it. Oh. Uh, and you got, you know, yeah, and good markers in there. So yeah, it's a very nice production. So well worth, I think it was only like 25 bucks or something like that when I bought it. So yeah, well worth that price. Free game. Free yeah, game, free man. game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh, Welcome to the Moon. Nice. Excellent. Well, Cluster, how about you? What have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of... GMT games. Uh, I'm not <laughs> surprised. But, not, a, not a shocker. Yeah. But I'm going to talk about something else that I played here recently. That, okay. You know, so it's a recent play. Yep. And I haven't played this game in, I mean, it feels like eons since I've played this game. And that's a game called Brass Birmingham. Have you guys heard of this game? <laughs> yeah. We used to talk Scott, about it here Scott on the Bakula, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's beamed into me. <laughs> okay. But the reason I want to talk about it is, um, it, this is going to come with a question while I'm talking about this, okay? So, okay. Uh, a friend of mine, and I got the, you may guys remember him uh, from Lincoln. His name is Pat, mm -hmm. and he's got a friend, and then his dad, um, they all invited me down for a game day uh, this past week. And I was absolutely, you know, yeah, I'd love to come down and see you guys and, uh, and head down there. And um, I had asked Dan if he wanted to come along. And Dan was like, sure, I'd love to come along. So uh, Dan comes along. And so, uh, you know, start with, we started off with a little bit of Skull King or whatever. But then it got to a point where Dan was going to need to leave soon. So he was like, I don't, really don't want to start a five-player game. So he said, well, let's start a four-player game, and I'll just kind of teach. So he taught them, you know, the, the three of them, Brass Birmingham, as, you know, uh, uh, you know, which we all know Dan's a very, very good teacher, right? He is, he is. So uh, I've had, actually, by the way, yeah. I, I just to put a little feather in Dan's cap, not, not like he needs it, but okay. uh, we did have some people at PPCon say, Dan's the best teacher I've ever wow. had teach me Ooh. a game. Okay, so. it's a good thing he doesn't listen to this podcast, because yeah. I did not want to say Exactly. <laughs> Um, but okay. So here's a question that this kind of had, we'd, we'd been discussing this a little bit. And so we, and we discussed a little bit more there and maybe it's not necessarily us, you know, the three of us, but maybe we're talking to our audience here who, you know, some of them are not as, 
you know, oh, I don't want to sit there and read a rule book and go through all this. Would you pay for somebody? Oh, let's say you're having a game night, you know, you've, you've got three or four people coming over that are not, you know, necessarily, I don't want to say they're not gamers, but they're not, you know, no one's wanting to learn the game or whatever. Would you pay somebody to come over, bring the game, set it up, know everything about the game. So then they're teaching you from beginning. They stay right there. They're there kind of, you know, any questions that you have, instead of having to sit there and look through the rule book for five minutes, you know, boom, you've got somebody right there giving you an answer. Would you pay for something like that? Do you th- or maybe not necessarily would you guys pay for that, but do you think there's a market out there that, that somebody could do that as a, not as a full-time job, but just kind of as a part-time income? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. And I will say, uh, and, and this isn't heavily advertised, but I will just say, I, I know somebody who went to uh, Spielbound this last Saturday. Spielbound is our board gaming cafe, right? Okay. And uh, they said, you know, hey, they posted on their social media, hey, I played such and such game. Uh, and, you know, it was great. I was glad to learn this game finally. Actually, this game was Age of Steam, by the way. And uh, and it was a great experience. I'm looking forward to more. And this person posted it on their regular social media and somebody else who played games and this person didn't know them said, oh, that's great. You play this game. Oh, we, we like games too. And then there was this whole discussion and they found out that Spielbound, if you set it up, will teach any game that you want. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you go there and pay the entrance fee, right, which is like five or six dollars, they will teach it. And I, I and this person was like, oh my gosh, that's great. So I think there is uh, there is a a place for that, right? Yeah, I think if it's attached to something like Spielbound, right? Like I don't want it some rando coming to my house teaching me games. <laughs> okay. like, I think that would be a little odd. Well, but, I mean, once again, but for you, but I'm saying, but what you know, I mean, because people yeah. have you know private chefs come into their house and make food. They have. I don't know what else, but I know people have, <laughs> certainly, you know, they massages, have massages. Massages? I mean, yeah. There are yeah. things, uh, other things maybe we don't want to talk about. There are things that people can have come to their house. So I'm more, I mean, would, you know, like, I mean, you know, I mean, would you, and I'll, I'll even throw this out. Okay. Let's say we were the first time we were ever learning, uh, you know, Pendragon, right? Mm-hmm. How helpful would it be to have somebody right there sitting there who knows every single rule in and out so you do not ever have to go, well, is this right? I mean, I'm going to interpret the rule book right here. They would just be able to tell you instantly. I mean, to me, I think I'd be willing to, even myself, I think sometimes I'd be willing to have somebody just there just to be able to answer questions. I will tell you right now that I I would have paid, like if, if we had somebody that said, like, I will teach you this 18xx game with your group. Um, I have played many, many times, and I right. will guide the game for 20 bucks or, you know, 30 bucks, whatever. I would say, yeah, definitely. We'll do that. Let's right. let's go. Yeah, no, I, 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 once again, I agree with the the sentiment of the, the pitch here. I'm just thinking of this as an actual business. I don't know how that that w- would work well. And right. I mean, I'm thinking. Are you going to have someone on staff that just knows <laughs> Pendragon? Like, what? <laughs> Well, there's too many games. That's the, that's part of the issue. And I think if you go into Spielbound and said, well, I want to learn Pendragon, yeah, no, you're going to no. have a hard time. Yeah. Well, you're right. Right. I, I mean, and well, and I was, you know, like if Dan was, you know, and we'll take Dan, let's say he was doing this, right? And maybe he had his business card at the game shop or, you know, other places or whatever. And somebody could, he could have a list of, here are the games that I right. can do. You know, you and if you want another game, you know, I'm willing to, you know, 
you know, if, if you, if I can use your copy or something, I'd be willing to learn it and investigate it and do the whole spiel or whatever type of thing. Um, you know, but obviously, you know, yeah, yeah. maybe Pendragon's not on that list, right. you know. Right. But. You have to pick from those games because I can see Dan being like uh, uh, Jack Black in High Fidelity, right? Where where they, where they he works the record store and that, that father comes in and is like, I want to buy, I just called to say I love you for my daughter. And the guy's like, oh, is your daughter deaf? You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, oh, <laughs> you want to play wingspan? Well, look at this root game. It's got yeah, nice exactly. little creatures here. Right. Let's do that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyways, uh, you know, yeah, I really haven't had a lot of, you know, a lot of the same type of games. So that was just kind of a more of a question. So there's my recent play. Would How, that be, you know, something I'd, yeah. I'd be interested to hear what the listeners think of that. Yeah. So uh, we'll post this on our guild guild three, two, two, seven. Uh, on Board Game Geek, and you can uh, weigh in. I'd like to hear your thoughts here. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chad, hopefully you've been playing an actual new game to talk about. Yes, I have, and so have you, actually. Oh! Yeah. Oh, good. At least I get to pick you back. <laughs> yeah, there, you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, you, Missy, your wife, and I played Gutenberg, which is all the hotness. Uh, Steve? Yeah, yeah, Steve <laughs> Gutenberg. Right, Steve, right, that's right. Because right. I'm like, oh, bring back Police Academy, dang it. Uh, <laughs> oh, especially the guy who made all the noises. Oh, he was <laughs> yeah, the best. He was way better than Steve, by the way. Uh, oh, so, Kim Cattrall was in that. Was she really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When she was. She was the young? officer with the sunglasses. No. Oh. The officer with the. Officer with the sunglasses is black, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm thinking Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> Same right police now. movie, right? <laughs> I want to tell you here, buddy. <laughs> oh, that was a good bucket. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well. I can't, t- I can't wait till one of the me or you are editing. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, Richard. Okay. Uh, oh, this is all in. Nothing has been cut yet. Okay. Well, um, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about Gutenberg by uh, Radezhna Shok and Wojciech Wisniewski. And this is Portal Games. And uh, I, I'm sorry, that's where it is in the U.S. I don't know where it comes from across Europe. But uh, this is a printing press game about being Gutenberg and uh, printing and fulfilling various orders. Okay, so what this is, and they call it an auction game. It kind of is an auction game, but I don't know. It, it feels more like, to me, it feels like uh, Scoville and like Fresco in that uh, with a, a little splash of dungeon pets, let's say, because you have Ooh. your own. Well, <laughs> hold on, hold on here. Okay. okay, you have your own player screen, and you have a grid of the actions that you can possibly take. Okay, so just like in Fresco, That's Fresco, yeah, yep, where you put all your workers on what you want to do. You have these black action cubes, and you get to fill them in in the grid. And the the more action cubes you put on an action throughout the grid the the more you secure that you will be able to do that action got before it, anybody else, whether you're first player or not, okay? But here's the interesting rub. The person who passes the first player token to the next person around the table clockwise, right? So if I pass it to Clef here, I get an extra black cube to place in my grid 
behind that tableau, that hidden tableau. And so you get more action cubes, basically, to prioritize if you're last, basically, is what that means. So it plays two to four. And uh, it's a really actually interesting way to kind of balance out that that idea of, okay, I'm going to go first, but then everybody lists their player shield. And now I can see like, oh, I put way more player cubes down to do this action than this action. So the actions include getting letters for printing. Okay. And, and that's a really nice part of the game because you get these little wooden letters, right? Uh, and they look really nice. And actually what I thought was really cool is the letters are backwards, um, just like you would use to fit in a printing press. Okay. Um, so you would get these letters to fill in, you get inks, different inks. Uh, that's another action basically. And, uh, that costs money you have a certain amount of money. And basically that is also kind of like Fresco in that you choose a section and then you have to pay further and further along that section to get more and more ink if you want that. So the inks are red, blue, and I believe silver. Um, and then as you go down, you also have the other actions such as uh, special abilities basically to help you with, with certain certain things and then you have another one that is just basically objectives and you're trying to do that every round that increases as you go these are essentially the basics of the game you go i believe five or six rounds i think and uh you're trying to again fulfill the printing orders and then fulfill the decorations again that that includes ink and different special abilities and those kinds of things as you go you get points and um you also have gears, and that's an action that you can pick off of the board, and you will slot those on your own player board, and as those fit on, you will turn those each round, and those gears give you certain abilities based on how they are lined up on your board. So that's how that kind of gets more complicated as you're playing Um a little bit more than fresco, right? So you have to do, there's a little bit more extended planning involved in that game. And that is why I would say this is sort of like a little step up from fresco. Clef, what, what did you think of the game? Real quick, is the, like, is the bathroom broken in the, at this printing press? I'm just trying to figure out the splash of dungeon pets. Like, are you cleaning up? <laughs> Poop around the... Yeah, no, I was curious on why no, you said Splash Okay, so of the reason I said Splash of Dungeon Pets, Splash is maybe a wrong word, I, I guess. <laughs> bath, uh, but or the no, right word. Uh, okay, <laughs> or the right. No, the reason I said that is you know how you put up that shield, right? And then you lift it up and show how many how many little little oh. little goblins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. it, it feels like that. Like how many goblins you commit to each action. Same thing as the cubes, and gotcha. that's why it feels like Dungeon Pets. I'm glad you I'm asked. I'm with you there. Yeah, that that's the reason um really a couple quick i mean this game is light it yes it's very light it's just above family and level i would yeah, say i mean yeah I'm, and when you say a step up from fresco i mean we're talking about the the teeniest little baby step you could move up from there not to say that that's bad i mean i think that there's a good audience for this type of game but um yeah light and i'm actually the funny thing and i've been thinking about this chad i actually disagree on the part that you said that you kind of liked where you get the, so many of the uh, action cubes. And then at the end of the round, everybody passes to who's the uh, one, an extra cube to the person who's last. It almost made it just feel very even every single time, as opposed to, you know, 
there was no like, oh, I can do something to get an advantage. You know, I could get mm-hmm. an extra action cube or I could keep one away. I would have liked there had been something there, like, or maybe you had to pay money to get more action cubes or something. It just felt very like I never, never felt like, oh man, I wish I had more or, you know, or it, it just felt very, very, uh, even, you know? Yes. I, I, okay. So that makes sense. I, I just thought it was slick how it balanced it out, but you're right with player interaction. It, it, it very, it very much lowers that. Right. I think hmm. you do, you, you feel very even now. What I will say is, and we played it this way. You can play with player powers. And I think some of the player powers are not necessarily balanced with the others. Right, no. I chose, I chose Gutenberg. Cause I was like, Hey, that's what the game's named after, right? So, uh, and Gutenberg, when you lift your shield, you can move around a cube to to kind of change. Yeah, it's not so great. Clef had a really good player oh, power, I, I felt to, like. I got to use one of the gear powers twice in a round, which hmm. is gear powers were actually really good. They let you exchange letters or they let you exchange ink or uh, just do other things like that that were really, really good. So, yeah, I definitely, I mean, we played it one time, so I'm never going to say... It, you know, one way or the other, but I felt like my power was right. much stronger. And I, th- I mean, I think I ran away with the game. I don't even think it was close. Yeah, you, you did. Know, just you did. It was like Missy and I were close yeah. and, yeah, and I you just really coasted. went so, away. Now, like I said, one play, I'm never, you know, it could be that we miss something and why the other powers are better or whatever. But uh, yeah, just, but I would say, yes, a very light family weight type of game. Uh, if somebody's really into the theme, I think that would really increase it because they did a great job. The production is you know, out of sight. It's really nice. I would say, and that's why I got this game because we have a friend who is, we're going to go to Colorado here in a month or so. And he works at printing presses and making books and they haven't played a lot of games. And this is kind of perfect for that. So that's why I got it. And I would say, uh, even though it's a lot of browns and yellows and stuff, as far as color goes, like tactile, it, 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 from the tactile aspect, it's it's very nice with those letter, those wooden letter um, blocks. Nice. So cool. That's Gutenberg. Is it time to uh, reach into that mailbag? I think so. It might be a little dusty in there. Very dusty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Punch Bunch, are you tired of having all your resources and chits all over the table? Well, do I have a solution for you? Magnetic hex trays from 3D Bitspace. They will keep your table organized and be a huge space saver. So head on over to 3dbitspace at etsy.com and order yours today. And if you mention Punchboard Paradise, you're going to get a free hex tray. You know, there's so many games. I walk into the store and I'm just, I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. And then they're just kind of stacks on stacks. It's kind of a mess. Hey, I'm going to tell you what to do. All right. You should go to Hobby Town in Lincoln, Nebraska. You know why? Why? Because they have a great staff there that's going to help you pick out a game. So they'll help me choose a game that's right for me and my family? Absolutely. You go in there, you kind of tell them maybe what you're interested in. All their staff is very well knowledgeable about games and they can pick out different ones. They can make suggestions. And you know what? If they don't have it, you know what they'll do? What? They will order it for you and get it and it doesn't cost you any shipping. That's big in today's world. You got two locations in in Lincoln, Nebraska that you can go and go get all that great help from their great staff. All right, fellas, we got a question from Trish. 
All right. Uh, and it says, being respectful and always inclusive of all participants, but what are your pet peeves during gameplays or faux pas? What do you got, Clef? Well, you know, I think like a lot of us, you know, I mean, there's there's certainly some things, that, you know, we, we certainly don't want somebody to be eating over a game or certainly having, you know, Cheeto-y fingers or, you know, I think those things, if people are doing that, they just don't understand the the amount of money that we spend on these games. And so that, that would certainly be something I really don't have that problem very much because most people I play with obviously buy a lot of games too. Uh, the other thing that I think is, would be a little bit is sometimes when you play with a group, sometimes I don't know exactly how to put this, but each group that you play with, I think is going to be a little bit different in the fact of how they play the game. Uh, you might have a group that is very like serious, like boom, let's just go. And we're, we're taking turns and we're moving and nothing's going on. And well, you might have a game night. Like my, most of my Friday nights are where, <laughs> you know, we might watch the first half of first blood in the middle of the game. Okay? <laughs> we'll just stop and we'll just watch it. All right. I, I want you to know, I listened to the last podcast and I was like, Rambo. Why the hell Rambo? I don't know. Dan was well, high on the, having us watch it. And it, 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 it will bad. always be something random too. It's not, <laughs> no, right? it wasn't planned or anything no. like that. Someone says something in the middle of the game. It's like, you know what? Yeah. Turn that on. <laughs> And so sometimes if you are, you know, if you go and you play in a situation like that, you have to know that you're entering that type of a group. And so you, you've got to, you just have to understand that that's going to be how a night is going to go as opposed to maybe what you're used to or something like that. So I would just say, like, if you go into a group that maybe they've invited you in for a night, just you have to be aware that maybe you, you don't want to go in there and go, you know, what are you guys doing? We're here to play games. Well, maybe that's part of our game night, you know, and the same thing. If you go to a night where maybe you're looking to have fun or whatever, and you can tell the room, the rest of the room is just like, let's go. Then you just need to, you know, play in that environment. So, uh, you know, I don't know if I'd call that a faux pas, but I would just definitely say, I mean, it, you know, as part of playing with a group, that's something you need to watch out for. So, yeah. What, what do you think? Like Chad? Well, I guess this, I will say this is easy, um, but honestly, like I would just say it, it encompasses a lot. I'd just say respect for everybody else at the table, whether that's like, you know, respecting, uh, you know, whether it's racism, misogyny, any of that stuff shouldn't be tolerated. I know that, like I said, that's easy, but it is my biggest, my biggest rule at the table. If that's a total turnoff and I need to get up from the table and leave if that's happening or, or if I feel like that person is doing that in good faith, just take them aside and say, Hey, you know, that's not, that's not cool. You know? Uh, but that's probably, I would say my biggest thing, my biggest rule breaker, you know, uh, can't tolerate it. Need to, you know, everything else feels like it's a little bit more negotiable, but that one, uh, you know, draw. Yeah. Hard, hard, hard. We're going to start a separate podcast. <laughs> really should. We talk about oh. Auntie Donna. We talk oh, about yeah. Auntie Donna. We have hours. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, Clef already said my food is my biggest one. I, I hate, you know, open containers just like sitting in the middle of the table. Mm people like getting chips and salsa out and stuff like that. <laughs> and 
like Clef said, I, don't, I usually don't have to worry about that. It's usually like if I take it around, you know, family members and stuff like that, they're, they're just oblivious to, you know, what that game costs. But sure. uh, the other one would probably just be AP. I mean, that's the only thing that if you're, although to kind of <laughs> piggyback off, I do, I also agree though with Clef in the sense of going with the flow right. or however that group is. But if everyone is playing fairly quickly and then every time it gets to you, it's, you know, a five minute turn. Right. Yeah, I, I usually have an issue with that, but yeah, I you know, I I do remember that one time, a little splash of dungeon pets on a Friday night where we watched that that hoarders episode where that woman, <laughs> oh my god, was where carrying she, out her toilet to, every yeah, day in the bucket. the bucket. Yeah, she have to dump it. Oh, what the man. hell? Are you? I don't even know what you guys are talking oh. about. Oh. And you talk about a splash of dungeon. <laughs> just just Google search the worst hoarders episode. I think she was in the top five. Like, yeah. she oh was my bad. god, it was it was bad. It was I mean, bad. She but, was. Yeah, let's not talk about yeah, it. Yeah, let's not talk who about it. Who started that? that? Who started uh, that? Dan. Dan. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Oh, but my, my wife God. loves hoarders too. So they were like <laughs> egging each other on. And then, yeah. Yeah, and then we ended up just watching <laughs> hoarders for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> this happens. <laughs> oh. uh, I would definitely throw in the last little thing and, you know, no, no cheating. You know, if, if oh, I have yeah, yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. who feels the need to cheat to win a game, you're done. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Taking no, it too seriously. I mean, that is That's the thing, you know, they're, they're meant there to be fun and yeah, try your hardest, but definitely any cheating, I would be like, you're done. Amen. You know? And yeah. I realize accidental cheating happens. That, sure. That's right, what right. I'm talking yeah. about. There's so I much. Mean, yeah. With Chad these does games. that all the time. True. But if it's somebody like legitimately was cheating to try yeah. to win the game, that would be yeah. out of there. So, yeah. All right. Well, good. thanks, Trish. That was a good yeah. question. Yeah, thank you. Well, fellas, is it... Uh, it's some draft time, time right? to do a little drafting. I feel yeah. like it. All right. Well, Richie, why don't you tell everybody how we draft here on Punchboard Paradise? So in Punchboard Paradise, we like unique lists. That's why we draft. Uh, we're going to do a serpentine draft, which all that means is if you draft the last in the first round, you will draft first in the second round. Uh, we got to get the results from the last draft to see who's not rolling. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. You got some votes. And with 43.6% of the votes, Chad was the winner. Ooh, that's good. Uh, winner, winner. Chad, Chad has a minimal role for a no, little bit. No, no I have and not. In, and in fact, for the longest time, I was in the lead on this one for you quite were. a while. Oh, were you? And yeah, the last like 10 votes or whatever all came in for Chad and he snuck ahead of me. So, Sweet. Uh, I came in second with 36% and Richie, mm. Mm, I didn't leave much left. <laughs> you should say what this vote <laughs> was yeah, for. What was that draft mm. again? Yeah. Uh, this is the games that we cooled on. So, okay. Uh, half of Chad's list was Star Wars games, so I guess people agree that they're ready. I can get on board with that. You so, <laughs> throw Madeira on there, probably didn't help. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So just Chad and I get to roll off. Richie, uh, you Here we go. Uh, yeah, you I'm can good, watch. I'm, good. I'm, I'm, go. I'm not going to watch. <laughs> I got a two. Woo! Of course. Eight. Here we go. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So... Even since I don't think there's a lot of games that we need to worry I don't know. About. I don't I know if know we're going to have any. Uh, this will be interesting yeah, to see. If, will be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, Chad, how's the, how's the draft order going? Yep. Uh, it goes me, uh-huh. you, that Richie. Left. All right. Cool. All yeah. right. All right, Sorry. Chad. We'll get it rolling. Here we go. All right. So, for the very first one, I'm going to pick, uh, just because I know you go after me, and I know you have not played this. 
this is a board game that everybody talks about. Some people hate it. Some people love it. It's Cosmic Encounter. Uh, I feel like well, I really. I would say he's played it. But when? Uh, I know he's talked about it. I don't know. I've okay. played it. I, I, yeah. okay. Dan made okay. him play so it. Never mind then. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, well Dan makes him play a lot of games. Uh, <laughs> I thought you had played it, too. No, I oh, never, okay. ever well, no. played this I game. I feel bad telling you that you couldn't play it at Great Plains Festival. <laughs> you did. You did, but you also said it's mostly because of Clef. So, <laughs> well, yeah, this yeah. is true. <laughs> so, Hold on here. <laughs> so I'm going to pick Cosmic Encounter. I have never played this game. I've heard bad things about it, like people don't get to take their turn and, and you know, these kinds of things. But, you know, I don't mind a swingy game as long as I know that's what I'm going into. And so, you know, I'd like to play this game, Cosmic Encounter. That's my first choice. Okay. Yeah, that's, I think it's a good pick. You got to have the right group. Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely, it's, it's like a Dune, you know, you definitely yeah, want the right yeah. group. And yeah, so. But you really like Dune. Uh, it's because Dune is... Six billion times better than Cosmic <laughs> Encounter. Uh, the problem with Cosmic Encounter is, it's like as Richie has said, it's more of a party game. Where Dune is a game, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, you could play a game of Cosmic Encounter and not even have a turn, and the game can be over. You know, obviously that can't happen in Dune. Anyways, uh, so for my first pick, um, I am going to go with a game that I'm not necessarily even saying that I would enjoy this game, but I think it's a game that I need to try. Because it's a very, very popular game. And in fact, it is, uh, it's, it's our, our great listener, Jamie's favorite game. And Spirit Island. Oh, you suck. Oh, did I, say, I did take that one away. my first pick. All right. Oh. <laughs> I've actually uh, played this one. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah I, I definitely have not, but I've heard, I mean, obviously, really good things. I know Jamie loves it, but obviously, it's in the top 100. And, yes, uh, it's very high games. in it. Very high. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know you get some different powers. Uh, I think, um, I can't remember. I think Jake likes this one a lot too. He does. So yeah. Uh, so it's just one of those games where I know I'm not a big cooperative fan, but it's one of those, I just would like to try it. I'd like to see what it's like and, and see what it's all about. So yeah, for my first pick of why the heck have I not played this game, I'm going to go with Spirit Island. I didn't think I had to worry about that with you. With, wow. Since it was a co-op. I know, right? <laughs> I really didn't. Right. Yeah. Know, but yeah, I, it, it's, uh, it's one, it's on my shelf of shame. When I was putting together my list, I basically went through my shelf of shame. So it's oh, on my shelf of shame. Okay. I own it. I, I even I didn't bought. Know you had it. I bought the Steam app because I figured I'd learn it that way. <laughs> haven't opened it. So wow, <laughs> good pick there. I but. do not have a single game on my list that I own. None of these games. Wow. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. I will sit down and teach you guys this game whenever you say that you're ready. I don't know when that'll happen. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't actually say I wanted yeah. to play it. I was just doing it for the. He list. just picked it for the track. <laughs> of course, I knew it. I knew I was it. trying to get Jamie's vote. <laughs> right. There you go. No, no, no. no it's All a good right. pick. No, I would. I'd actually really like. I'd enjoy trying it. <laughs> All right, Richie. What do you got then? All right. Uh, well. That's kind of throws a little wrench in the things here. Right? <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, let's go with uh, my first pick. This one is just another one where, just like I don't think I would necessarily enjoy this game, but it's rated so high. Actually, I'm pretty confident I would not enjoy this game, but it's rated so high. It's so well regarded, and that's Mage Knight. It just oh. seems like something that... Now, this is one I do not own. Yeah. Not, I don't own it at all, but it does seem like... Oh, I get one of yours? No. Oh. I was asking for a pen. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> I don't just, even know what it is. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know when this is going to happen because, I mean, it's mainly played solo. A lot of yeah. people play it solo. Yeah. But uh, it is just something that when I first got into hobby, I did look at it quite a bit just because it was rated so high. But I, you know, 
after kind of looking at it, how heavy it was, how complicated it was, I just backed off of it. Uh, but now I'm kind of itching to try it. So uh, Mage Knight's going to be my first pick. I feel like, and and that's a great pick, by the way, and I haven't played this either. Uh, I will say, you know, just in transparency, it's not on my short list, but I hadn't thought about it. And it, I think it is a good solo game, but you being a, a coming from a video game background, like I am surprised because yeah. Vladek Vadal has designed a lot of games that feel like video games or are based on video games. The only bad thing about it in, in terms of how you view things is that it's a deck builder, you know? I don't mind deck builders so much. So, as but long as it's something, you know, yeah, further than that. Yeah, or something. Okay. Yeah, for the most part. All right. Well, good pick. All right, for my second pick... Uh, this is one I bought it, I sold it, unplayed, rebought it. <laughs> yes, it's when like the fourth Matoku. edition came, <laughs> at least you played We're Matoku. Get around to that draft here soon. Okay. <laughs> and I bought the Steam app, and uh, that's and I still haven't played it. And that's Fury of Dracula. Oh boy, uh, it's okay. another one that I don't necessarily think because I have not played a uh, hidden movement game that I've really enjoyed all yep. that much. Uh, but the Stuckies have seen the box and they want to play it. I just got to read the rules. So okay. uh, Fury of Jackalow for my my second pick. Interesting. So Ooh. so tell me this. Which uh, hidden movement games have you played? Uh, the Scot Scotland Yard. Uh-huh. Um, the Letters. From Whitechapel? Yeah. Okay. That one and the uh, the Plaid Hat one. Spectre Ops. Spectre Ops. Yeah. Okay. So I played okay. those three. Uh, Spectre Ops was the best of those three yeah. that I played. Yeah. But Most streamlined. Yeah. So... Well, hopefully the Fury of Dracula with the theme would, I don't know. It's I'm probably going to hate it. So, But my second pick, Fury All of right. Dracula. All right. This is becoming, this is really interesting to me because now I really want to know what happens with these games for, <laughs> for y'all. So we'll see. Yeah. Clef, what do you got? We, we should have made a rule before this that whatever are on your list, oh, you actually have to play. Yeah. I'm trying. Oh, I, like I, I, will I, like I will try. Okay. All right. Um. Wow, that would, that's kind of scary on my <laughs> he's next He's going to change what he's picking. <laughs> um, but well, actually, I am still going to pick this game. And this is kind of funny because Richie and I keep saying the same thing. I don't think I'd like this game. But mm -hmm. once again, I feel like it is one that is a very popular game that a lot of people have played. And, you know, and you hear people talking about it. And, and and I'm sitting there going, I don't have a clue, you know. And they're like, Oh yeah, and my ship started blowing up, and this and that happened, and oh, it was all just a big disaster. And that's Galaxy Trucker. Oh mm, my gosh, you yeah. hate that. I, I yeah, think you would absolutely. Hate I that. think I talk would, about throwing pieces. You would hate the real time aspect of it, and you mm -hmm. would hate right. even more the yeah. second right. half of the game. Right, but <laughs> once again, you know, as I feel like, you know, well, I'm somewhat you know this is part of my job you know i feel like this is a game that maybe i should have played you know and i'm obviously there's a lot of games in the top 100 that i will never play but i don't know i i just think why have i not played this i think it's one that at least i should give one chance to i think missy would actually like it so it would be yeah. something that yeah. Uh, yeah you could play with her i think that yeah. she would enjoy it so and yeah. actually i think all I, I honestly think all the kids would play and like yeah, get probably. in on the raucous nature yeah, of it. That's, that's what I kind of thought yeah. too. I mean, you know, once again, it'd be like playing Cosmic Encounter. You'd have to go in knowing, hey, this is more just a fun exercise. You're not really trying to win the game. I'll tell you what. I think you should do this as if 
magical kitties were piloting your spaceship. <laughs> that would make the second half of the game make sense, actually. Right. <laughs> I forgot to put magical kitties on my list. <laughs> All right, All right, Chad, over to you. Um, I'm going to pick... Uh, you talk about one of our listeners uh, and um, how much he loves how much he loves this cooperative game. I am going to talk about Tigris and Euphrates. Uh, mm. I have not yet played the very famous Reiner Knizia game Tigris and Euphrates, and I really should have. I played Yellow and Yangtze and failed horribly. And there's a really good it. story about that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if you really played yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You were playing a different you game. Played a different game. <laughs> I did. You're right. I was like playing Collect the Blues, uh, but you know, uh, how I, many points I got? <laughs> Zero. Zero. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> Understanding Knizia scoring 101. Uh, so anyway. I think that I should play this game to have have some feelings about it, uh, understand uh, where that comes from, the hobby, all those things. I, I feel like I should definitely play Tigers and Euphrates. Okay. That's a good pick. What's your next pick? My next pick is actually... And this might make, uh, this might make Richie sad, but I've never played El Grande. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I've never played El Grande. I, I, wow. I took it to uh, PPCon. I don't think it got checked out. I know. But, uh, what the heck? I some, really need to play El Grande. Ooh, some big games. I know, right? Game. Like, uh, yeah, for me, it's big. I need to play this. Uh, I feel like uh, I, I am always intrigued by whatever Cromer puts out, Wolfgang Cromer, and this is one of his seminal games. I really like uh, Tammany Hall. I know it's not the same, but there's that airy control aspect. I I feel like I need to play El Grande. Well, I would suggest playing it with the expansion. I think you you'd find that more interesting than just the base game. But yeah, I think it's it's definitely one that you got to get crossed off your list. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Clef. All right. Well, just trying to decide on which uh, which of the uh, Wesley's top 10 games that I'm picking. From <laughs> this is a game that I, I honestly, I don't even know a lot about this game. I just know it's uh, a big, a big game in the kind of the war war game world. And uh, that is going to be here. I stand. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and currently right now, actually, Brent is reading the rules for this. So he okay. owns this game. So uh, hopefully I will be able to get this one crossed off my list. But uh, I, he said it's one of those games where you either want to play it with three players, with each player, each person playing two factions, or you want to play it at six players, um, you know, with each player playing one faction. Those are the player counts that you kind of want to play it at. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll probably will do the three player to start with, you know, so that we can kind of get a grasp around it before we play with more. But um I don't know, obviously, a lot more about it than that. Um, highly, you know, rated. I mean, it's up in the, you know, very high in the war game uh, list or whatever. So, I mean. But it's not, it's so interesting because it's not technically a war game. I mean, it's right. it's about the Protestant Reformation, right? So right, right. all those factions, you know, kind of, I guess, warring for power, right? Yeah, I think that that's probably why, you know, it's, it's kind of classified sure. that as that. But, uh, yeah, so gosh yeah, i want to be in on this play so uh well you can't because like i said we're gonna play it three people to start with okay you're not part of the turbo team <laughs> shoot walk slowly <laughs> uh, all right so that was uh here i stand all right over to you richie 
my next one, uh, this is part of a trilogy, and it's the first one in the trilogy, and I, I own all three of these. Kemet and Inish I've played, and I've enjoyed, and Cyclades I have not had a chance to play yet. Mm. It's sitting on the shelf. I have all the expansions for it. I have a wooden insert for it. Nice wow. little dice tower, and it's just sitting there. I have not gotten a chance to play it yet, but I think I would enjoy it, especially with the Titans expansion that they came out with. But that's one that it needs to hit the table, and I need to, need to give it a shot. Mm. So... Uh, Cyclades for my third pick. Have I feel like you yet? just know, but I feel like Richie just needs to bring that in a bag over here a few times we and be like, we're recording or we're working. I know it's true, but like, you know, you need to push it. I yeah. would play that in a second. It, it's very mm -hmm. interesting well, to me. I don't know if Clef would. We'll, yeah. we'll no, he I, might I, not. I don't have any desire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. My, cool. my last pick. Uh, I actually started playing this over here. And it was that night that we lost power, and then the power did not come back on. Wow! <laughs> until like was, the next day, it was a terrible that was crazy, storm. Yeah. Uh, Brockman was starting to teach me Glory to Rome, and we oh, maybe got in what? Maybe like the first couple. I don't know. I can't remember, even remember how the rounds work, but maybe like the first round or whatever. And then it lights went out, <laughs> and they just did not come back on, and I went home. So Glory to Rome is on my list, especially since I, I love Matai and I so much, and I play that yes. constantly, and I have. I went through the trouble of printing this. Brockman printed me off the yes. Glory to Rome box. Oh my god! It's sitting there on the shelf, so I need to. That one I could probably just pull down and play with Jessica. But but you're I right. You have your own deck, and I would I would recommend it at more than two. But oh my gosh, please let's play this. Oh yes, yeah. it's it's swinging. <laughs> that doesn't bother me. Okay. No, it yeah, does I'm not. fine with that. Yeah, I mean that's how Matai and I is as well. So there's a lot of war games that are swingy too. By the way, yeah, you talking about rolling dice all the yeah. time. Yeah, and the thing is, is Glory to Rome lasts like 45 minutes. Yeah, and you're, you're playing that for seven hours. Yeah, <laughs> with half a Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's my last pick, Glory to Rome. Nice pick. All right, all right. Oh man, I still have so many. Yep. Choices here. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, gosh, there's so, like I said, there's still some great games on. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, I mean, one. I'm not picking this one, and I don't think Chad is either. <laughs> Look at him. We'll, we'll, we'll do Imperial. We're going to do. We're going to do. Uh, the, here in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. do. We'll do. Uh, so honor I'll, roll I'll, wait, I'll wait and say Napoleon's triumph in those honor mentions. <laughs> okay? Oh yeah, that's uh, probably safe. Um, so I'm going to say this is. I mean, when you look at like big games in the history of board gaming, like you know Monopoly. Uh, uh, Yahtzee, you know, these type of games. <laughs> I think I know where you're going. One, I think this is a good pick. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you do or not, but this nope. is okay. <laughs> we'll I don't see. know. Uh, but this is, this is a, a game that's been around for a long time. I have heard that this has made people mortal enemies by the end of the oh, game. No, no. But I, yeah. I still think this is one of those games that I should yep. give a shot to. And that is diplomacy. Wow! Yeah, good yeah. pick. I've never played it, and like I said, I mean that's a. I feel like it's a granddaddy type of a game. I'm just gonna yeah. say, so Richie was a so. slam dunk for my vote until you said that. That's that's a really right. good pick. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> pulled it right out for me. <laughs> and you're yeah. never gonna play diplomacy. Yeah, that's right. Know, At least man. Richie owns the games. Who are you gonna play with? No, I do not own it. Do you no. own it? 
I do not. Oh, yeah, okay. But we're in trouble. But I, I did play it once at Spielbound, crazily enough. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It yeah. was a long game. And, of course, you know, I mean, I don't win many games anyway, but yeah. I was definitely out of it early. So. Uh, and, and it fascinates me, some of the stories, especially of back in the day, mm-hmm. people would literally put their answers on an envelope and mm. mail it. Like so they'd play across whatever country. Oh, that's cool. And yep. they would mail it to somebody, and then he'd wait and have yep. all the envelopes, and then he'd open them up, and then he would... I guess have to mail everybody back out. Yeah. Tell them what I mean, a game could take like years yeah, to play yeah. or something. So it's crazy. But yeah, I think especially as much as, you know, war gaming has become part of, you know, the games that I love. I just, I'm fascinated by how that would play. So good, good, good pick. pick. All, right. All right, Chad finishes off. So like you, I have a lot to choose from, but I, I have to say, I'm, I'm a little bit mortified that I have never played go. It is a staple. It is a board game. I've played chess. I've played checkers. I've played, now I've played Yahtzee. Okay. <laughs> but I have never played Go. What about, what about and, Uno? <laughs> yeah, I've got Uno in the bag, baby. Uh, but I've never played Go, and I feel like I'm not ever going to master it. That's not going to be my mastery game. That's not even the, the kind of player I am, but I should play a huh. game like that, that, uh, you know, we, we, we don't talk about abstracts often. It's not a love for this podcast, but it's uh, such an essential game. You know, people know what you're talking about often. If you have say you, have go, you played it? I have not, but I know uh Farrell yeah. has, has played and I'm sure he'll be willing to teach yeah. you and embarrass and you. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never played it, but I have no desire whatsoever. Cause it's just a pure abstract uh, you know, I just I've mm. never had a desire to play it. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, w- I would guess I would have guessed that Richie had played it since you know. No, those kind of like old school. Like, I mean, I've played chess, but like I don't go out of my way to play. Right. Those abstracts really. Yeah. Right. Chinese right. checkers or that's that different. different. That's I think different. that's a little yeah. different. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, it's marbles jumping around on the board. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's an old on, school not, abstract. Yeah. It's not that sure. different. Yeah. How about your honorable mentions? <laughs> Okay, so I'll so as I kind of already alluded to, there's a game that's uh, like I said on Wesley's list. It's called Napoleon's Triumph. Uh-huh. That looks just tremendous, and I mean that's probably one of the top ones that I'm going to look to try to purchase here and get because that looks very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Fresh fish. Oh, uh, we've heard yes. a lot oh, yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. It's impossible to get a hold of it, so that that's on there. And that so. is uh, Freedom and Freeze's uh, so. card game, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I, I, I cannot can't. name really a game of his that I love. Yeah, is but the thing, it, yeah. and 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 this is the one that we hear a lot about by people that we respect. So. Right, so just on yep. there. Um, this one, and like I said once again, I don't really think I'd want to play it, but. Evan told me that he thinks I would like it, and that's Star Wars Rebellion, the the two mm, player. Oh, the two game. player, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's on. You know, once again, you're, you're looking maybe. at the. I mean, it's in the top maybe. ten. I mean, I mean it, you know, it changes. Like Clef changes yeah, like every week. So when Evan suggested that, what what month week. was it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that could have been like, different. Club. Did you watch a Stallone movie with it or not? So okay. And then finally, I had. Uh, Kind of both with the C and C here, the combat commander or the command and colors, you know, both of those, uh, you know, those are both, uh, kind of more, you know, I, I almost put down ALS and then I thought, no, no, you would not ever want to play that, nor do I ever have any desire. Command and colors was on my short list. Yeah. Okay. 
So there we go. So uh, the only one I had on there was another one that I and I think we talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago. But Captain Sonar is just a game that I feel like I should try. You know, when we do the you know the small cottage cons or cabin cons or whatever, mm-hmm. and they get eight people together, I always just go to bed at that point. Mm. <laughs> so I should probably stick around and at least try it one time. That yeah. is so weird because I just <laughs> want to tell you. No, no. <laughs> but I just want to tell you, I had a dream. I had a dream, and and this was this this wasn't you, but I had this a dream. Scared me. I know. <laughs> I'm a at a cabin con, you did play that game, and you were trying nope. to connect, and somebody was messing up the 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 lines, and you kicked the chair out from under him. <laughs> did he run over the wall and pull down his pants? And <laughs> no, he, he didn't on do the wall too. No, that was another game. Oh, okay. I can't wait for that game. <laughs> well, I will just say my two honorable mentions, and and again, like it's a colonial colonial theme and and we're moving past that i you know but i still feel like it was number one for so long on board game geek it's weird that i haven't played puerto rico ever. oh wow oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah you definitely should yeah that's i know I, I i feel like isn't there a new version of it coming out i thought i just saw something on that mm, i don't know i mean the 25th anniversary came out a couple of years ago but you you're, you're thinking that the, there's like a re-theme, re-theme coming of somehow to try to you know maybe clean it up a little bit so I would I would definitely play that. And the other one is, guys, how weird is it that I have been in this hobby for, you know, seven years maybe, and I've never played a civilization board game. Like I've never played any Sid Sid Meier's Advanced Civ, any of that. Civil Civilization, A New Dawn. I haven't played any of them. Ooh, I mean, I it's not like that I weird. Should. You just played Yahtzee last year. So. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> okay, so vote for me over at <laughs> Board Game Geek Guild 3227. No, that is where we will be posting. You can vote uh, for the, the person that you feel like most embodies um, games that they should have played or you should have played. And you can also please post the games that you feel like you have been missing in the hobby. You know, I know we usually don't do this on draft episodes, but guys, we got to finish this at some point. Yeah, come on. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's get it. How many do we got left? Uh, 35. Oh, yeah. yeah, Get on this. Got to put in some work here. We got to put in a little bit of work here. (laughs) Swing it. So we're gonna do. We're gonna continue on with uh, the board game geek uh, top one hundred uh-huh. uh, from nineteen seventy two. Dude, I looked at what you said. Arc Nova is like in the seven or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah what? It is. It's it gonna be number one. Oh I think my it's god! Gonna you think? Do you think? You think? Until mm. Frost even comes out, can elephants vote? I don't. Can elephants vote on? I don't. I don't know they if it will pass they can the, 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 the Gloomhaven. Hmm. <laughs> yes, they can. That is really good trivia. I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> I'm just going to start number. So number thirty-five is Mansions of Madness, mm-hmm. second edition. Yeah, th- this uh, is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, this is one that it's. It hasn't like necessarily cooled. It's just we don't play it as much as we've gone through a lot of the scenarios and the game is done. Like they're not releasing any more content for it. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you like kind of the puzzly type games, co-op games, obviously, uh, for the most part, you can go insane and turn on people. But uh, if you like that, 
it, it, this is the best one out there, in my opinion, mm. with with the app integration. But I I think I have fully given up on ever playing it. So oh yeah yeah, yeah. this uh, this iteration of Clef no no yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah Clef would not like it. I freaking hate Cthulhu, and the only reason I like Arkham Horror the card game is because of the hand management that that does it for me mm -hmm. for some reason. But uh, it's interesting. I'd give it a three if somebody really wanted to play. I would play it. Uh, other than that, it's fine. I'd rather do other stuff. It's it's probably a high five now. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Woo. Okay. All right. I've never played it, so I can't vote. All right. Uh, next is Dune Imperium. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is still a fine game. I mean. Yeah, it's good. I I do not understand the love for it. I mean, it's it's. You take you took. There's a great Dune game out there that's exciting and fun to play, and then this is just kind of a a basic worker just a placement. Very game. Euro y, yeah, worker placement game. I didn't find anything special about it. It's like I said, it's not bad. No. I mean, I didn't. No, no, it's like not bad. It. It, but it could be anything. But, it doesn't need to be Dune no, at all. But I'm going to tell you right now. I think so. I, I will. I, I'm going to disclose my rating. I think it's a four. I think here's the thing, and I love doing the 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 board game right i love it uh i think mostly dune imperium is for people that haven't played dune the board game that they, they just have not played that and uh maybe they don't wish to they don't want to get into the the negotiation of it and stuff but that this is as close as you come you get swingy cards um that that affect the battle you you have to you have to incrementally push up secretly in in influence and stuff like that. You know, you feel like you're 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 eking by secretly. You know, it, it, it's as close as I think you can get with a Euro version of the board game. Sure, okay. yeah, I can see That's that. Fine. I mean, it'd probably be. A, I think it's a three for me. Yeah, yeah, same for me. It's three. I, I mean, I do like the race to ten points. I sure. I like how that plays yep. out yep. and the yep. skirmish at the end. I think that it yeah. took like what. Arctic scavengers was trying to do and made it better. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I just think once again, it just, there's nothing special about it. Mm -hmm. So this is the one that kind of surprised me. I get why Jake loves obviously Dune. It surprises me that Dune Imperium is as high on his list, but I think he loves the theme a lot. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that, that's, that, I that's mean, a big that's sway. That's going to push. Yeah, for yep. sure. So, all right. Uh, number 33, Mr. Eric Lang, Blood Rage. Uh, this again. is a solid <laughs> one for me. Wow. Miserable. And you used to own this game. Yeah. Well, that was way, way long ago, Cliff. Yeah. Uh, the last <laughs> couple of times I played this game, I mean, I just was miserable. I did not enjoy myself it's, at all. It's tough when you, like, if you're playing with people that play a lot, you're going to lose. You're going to lose bad for the most part. So it's, uh, it's one that I don't necessarily I can recommend to, like, like if you're playing with an experienced group, just jumping in every once in a while. Uh, but and Clef is not going to want to hear this, but oh. I I really like Onk. I've played Onk now twice. Oh wow! And that because I Blood Rage of the three mm -hmm. was my favorite, but Onk yeah. is climbing up because there's no luck in Onk for the most part. Oh, and it has the Kemet card uh, system mm -hmm. for battles. Yeah, and I and the merge rule didn't even bother me. So. Oh, yeah, because you, you don't lose. Is cool and, 
I've only played it twice, and I have won twice. <laughs> <laughs> there you well, go. I'll see. Ah. I don't care about the merge rules. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't have to merge with anybody. And I, right. was mer- I was merged on the last game that we played. Oh, oh okay. Which I, I actually... I, I was glad to see it because uh, we were playing with my nephew. He only had, I think he had like four points, and yeah. I was at like twelve. So then oh I got pulled gosh. down to him. Oh. We still pulled it off. So wow! Yeah, it was, Listen wow. to that. I've been enjoying. He's like, honk. If, he if took you his get nephew. Past the minis. You got to get past the minis, though. I, he I, beat I, his. I nephew. understand those that can't. All right, but. I'll definitely not try it again. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I, that's really interesting because I was going to say, uh, of all the games that I played of of Langs, I feel like. It's drafting. I like I, I like Blood Rage. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I, I will I play it. Blood Rage. It's a it's a four for me. But uh, I need to play Onk then. I'll, I'll try it. I'll try yeah, it. Blood Blood Rage. I probably give it like a high four. Okay. All righty. So next is, uh, and I'm pretty sure I think this is the top one of the like six times that Agricola is on the list. But I think <laughs> this is the this is the top one if I'm if I'm not mistaken. So at number. 32 is Agricola. Oh, Chad loves it. I do. He's yeah. fighting for say, it in the Slack, too. I feel like it is, a, uh, you know, it is a pinnacle of game design to me. I know that it feels very punishing, and I get that. I feel like as an engine builder, it is a grind. It doesn't feel like you can easily get your engine going. But, man, there's so much. I've, I know he has play tested this more than any of his other games and it feels like it it feels like it it is very to the hilt balanced and that there is a uh, there is a knife's edge that you are walking along and yeah i really like the game i think it's for so many reasons i think it's a good 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 design say i i, st- I own it and i feel like so do I. I feel like i I have to own it for some reason. Like, I don't know why. It's almost like a, no, you're a Euro type of gamer. You must own this game. You must. And, but I could see you being on like the Euro Mountain Rushmore. It yeah. Could easily right. be up there. Yeah. yeah. But to be honest with you, I mean, I just, I can't even see a scenario where I want to pull this out and play it. <laughs> no. I, I, just, I bought the latest deck, which is supposed to add. Is it like the mamas and papas from? It, it is almost like so. It adds the the expansion stuff with the miniatures that was in the latest version. Okay, and it gives you some special powers to start with, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So mamas and papas, like I got culture. that. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I own all the decks. I don't even like the game. So <laughs> well, that's but, just who we are. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I I said I was going to try one more time with that with the latest deck, and then. If you know, it could be hitting the the shelf, the, yeah. the sell shelf at yeah. that point. I don't know. What do you give it, Richie? I'm at two. I'm at a two, mm. probably. I'll give it a three just because it's Agricola. <laughs> <laughs> Six for me. All right. Uh, all right. Whew, finally, we've got a good game here. Uh, at number uh, 31 here, Food Chain Magnet. Too low. Six, Oof. six, 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 and a six. <laughs> okay, not, not like you know. No, Chad for me. I'm saying. Oh yes, yes, six, yes. I thought six, you were six, saying six, no, across no, the board. No. I don't know where Chad's Chad at like anymore. A two or not much <laughs> lower than that. I'm gonna give it a five. I'll give it a six with anybody other than you know my normal playgroup. <laughs> Uh, uh well, so we, much fun. <laughs> we taught. Uh, we were playing a couple games. Uh, Brockman and uh, uh, Tim Alvarez we yeah. were playing out. I felt a little bit better because that that teached <laughs> at PBCon was. It was rough. It was rough. Yeah, it was rough. It was yeah. after a night of maybe like two or three hours of sleep, and yeah. it's such a hard game to teach. 
It's, it is. It is. It's hard and, to teach because you have to continually teach as yeah. you go along, and then it's so hard for you then to th- that type of game. You'd almost be better off not playing it, just teaching it. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually, just were like, yeah, hey, don't let him get done. that on Let's this turn. You, right. And then, you know, I'll just sit here and yeah. facilitate for you guys because... She's going to grab this milestone. Watch you, out. you yeah, got to be, be in on that. Yeah, because you can't then click your brain into, yep. okay, now I need to play my strategy yeah. type of thing. So that, but, um, but Tim won one of the online games, so at least he I got the rules to him. So okay. <laughs> he, <All right. laughs> I remember, though, <laughs> I won't soon forget, like... Uh, Richie talking to our friend Josh at PPCon going, you just got to advertise better. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And Josh is like, okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So that was uh, six for me. Six. And uh, five five for Chad. All right. Oh, let's see here. Number 30, Caverna. Says the cave farmers. Is that just the normal game? Yeah, that's the okay, normal farmers. Yep. Major. I didn't mm-hmm. know if I was there. Okay. So, uh, I mean, the last time I played this, I somewhat enjoyed it because it had that expansion. With the expansion. I think yeah. the expansion is essential because yeah. it, it changes up the building display. Now, I know, like, I think Tim had put in the slack that just the building display itself is just overwhelming. Yeah. Which I would agree. I mean, if you're teaching someone new, uh, I mean, they do have a reverse side of that where you can pare down the buildings, but. You know, if you want to play the full game, you need you need them all out there, yeah. and I think you need the expansion after you have learned the game to swap in and out those buildings. Plus, you have the the different specialized powers for each player. So, our good friend Chad C uh, on the Slack has special house rules for sort of paring that down as well. I, I think that's right. Um, uh, you know, for me personally, and I know that I'm in the minority. I prefer. Agricola because I like the tightness, but uh, a lot of people that I play with like Caverna, and I'm glad it's there for that reason. So you know, I'll give it, I'll give it a five. Mm. Ooh, oh, uh, boy! I was expecting I'd, a five out of ten. I'd probably be around the three range again. Just not, it, it's nothing that I want to play. I mean, it's it's mm. fine. Um, I don't, I don't really care that much between the two. You know, which more is tight, which one's you know a little more easier. Just. They just feel like the same basic type of game to me anyway. So uh, if I'm going to play one, I'm going to play Lahav. So. <laughs> Ooh, okay. There you go. Uh, yeah, with the expansion, I'm out of five. All right. All right. All uh, right. Um, Chad, you can you can take a nap over there because uh, the next game on the list is Puerto Rico, and we just oh, found out yeah. right. you didn't play it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, certainly I believe this used to be number one. Right. Yeah, for, for a, a while, while, I believe yeah, this was uh, number one there. So yeah, I've never played the physical game. I've only played it on uh, Board Game Arena, but mm. uh, and I own the physical game, but I have never played my own copy. Okay. But okay. Uh, it's great. I mean, it's uh, it can be mean. It, it can be mean. You got to watch very it. Mean. Yes, you got to watch and, uh, it. And if you play with people that know the game well, yeah. you're gonna do bad. You're gonna lose. <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna lose. Um, um, I remember Dan taught it to me, and Dan has played this a lot. And we were playing with a few people who had never played, and he just slaughtered us. I mean, mm. it was like, okay, all right, I'm ready to sell. And then Dan would do this right before my turn, and I'd be like, okay, so I sell nothing then, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa, okay. So, yeah, it's uh, so I liked it for that. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, I didn't find it. Didn't find it necessarily special. I'm not quite sure why. I mean, it was so that action selection, especially at that time, I think I is suppose, yeah. special. Yeah, uh, where everybody gets in on it, just not. But as, you get a bonus. Yeah. You get the yeah. bonus or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I suppose that's where it really did. Yeah, I think that's where that probably 
cool. It stands out, especially yeah. for its time. Now, really quick, uh, and it won't be in the top 100, but uh, you played, I think, it, whatever, Race for the Galaxy or one of the Galaxy's mm-hmm. New Frontiers, right? You had yeah, yeah, it for yeah. a while, right? Yeah. And how did that compare? It wasn't great. That was like my least favorite of them. It was just very, I don't know, it was boring. Okay. <laughs> it's something like just out of the gate, it seemed like it was missing content like it almost needed like an expansion immediately yeah um it just needed more buildings in there all that type of stuff but i would much rather just play either race for the galaxy or roll for the galaxy what about what about puerto rico though or yeah or i would play any of them you know puerto rico san juan any of that over that there's no no reason in my opinion for it to even exist all right (laughs) all right if i had to give it a rating i guess i'll give it a three Mm. yeah i'm probably at a three okay All right, so All right. guys, I don't need to play it then. Well, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you should I try. Think it. You should. You know, I, I, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, we're going to do three more so we can get okay. down to twenty-five. Okay. Left here. All right, so, we're going to okay? do it. Here we go. All right. So the next one on our list is the game with the big tree that's in your way. Will you play? <laughs> that's crazy that <laughs> that's this high as Everdell. Oh my goodness. Oh my friend Jeff. Loves he does. Like he that. really does. I enjoy Everdell. And there is an expansion that gets rid of the tree. Oh, yes. That should have been part of the base game. <laughs> uh, okay. It's not a bad game. Uh, the last time I played it, I think I played with every expansion that there was out for it. Wow. it still was. I don't know if I want to do that. Uh, yeah, me neither. And I think there was like something we did wrong, a rule or something that we, mm. we messed up on. But otherwise, I mean, it's just a set collection game. You're trying to get, or yeah. you're trying to get a bunch of cards and, and yeah, yeah, type of thing. So, yeah. It's a two player game for me. I don't like playing uh-huh. with uh-huh. three and four. Four, oh, that, yeah. the game just lasts way too, too long. Much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a solid little two-player tableau building worker placement game. And hey, you got the one expansion you, you get to put your meeple in a saddle on top of a bigger animal. <laughs> that's a point. I don't even know what that means. That's a point right there. Uh, well, I, that's a point. <laughs> I so uh, I play with the family, so three is max for me. Uh, I will still play with a third player, but it does feel like Imperial Settlers in that it is a tableau builder that expands as you go so it gets longer as you as you go versus mm-hmm. wingspan's formula of like okay, you shrink down yeah. and turns yeah. get longer, which I really appreciate. Anyway, uh, what would you say is the best way to play that game with expansions? Is there like take this one out, put this one in? Uh, I only play with the the animal saddle one and <laughs> yeah. obviously and, <laughs> he just knows about animal saddle and the one that replaces the tree. I don't play with the uh, the pearl one. Okay, yeah, 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 uh, yeah pearl brook or whatever. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, so uh, yeah, it would be a a three, but with the saddles, we're up to a four. <laughs> I'll go with a four without the saddles. <laughs> I'm going to go with a low three just because I'm, I, it's not bad, but it, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, what if we put a saddle on Clef? So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Might get up to a five. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, next we have, I, I think this is a complete air ball for all of us. I know it is for Richie, yeah. and that's Mage Knight the Borden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for um, me too. Yeah. Complete air ball. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even have anything to comment. I don't. On. So I I would want to play this, but not with the three of us. Only because no. not 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 because of the three of you, but like two max even on that game. Because I've heard it goes so long. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about yeah. it. Yeah, it's like a it four or five hour game. Yeah, like solo. I think so. Right. <laughs> and then the last one okay. for this round mm-hmm. is a game that uh, Richie likes. This game. 
All right. Dan likes this game. Oh, boy. <laughs> I do not like this, this is game. This, uh, I know this what low? this one is. This has a, starts with an R and ends with a T. You just said in the last episode you'd rather play this than uh, Underwater Cities. So He did well, say that. that is true. Because <laughs> that Underwater Cities is so long and boring. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Anyways, Root is the, right. the next one up. So it's just still pretty high up there for a... You know, essentially a mm-hmm. war type of game. I yeah, mean, something based off a of coin system to get up that high. It's when you good. think that he, in, in his designer diaries, he based it on the Vietnam factions, the four Vietnam factions, like, that's pretty amazing that it's up this high. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So uh, It's, I, it's one of your most played games. So if you really looked at your, <laughs> your plays. That is not true. <laughs> See, I wish you kept it's better so records, close, right? I wish he doesn't. I know. Like, I wish you kept better records. But because uh, you I have played root, a as lot. I have pointed out, it's when it is one of the people's favorite <laughs> games that is in your play group. Uh, you know that that's Stevenson's it's going to come Rocket. out. It's going to come. Out. Well. <laughs> If you came over to play more, I might play well, more. I mean, to be fair, not only is it Dan's favorite, it's a lot of people's yeah, favorites. No, right, it's yeah. high up on their uh, list. His son, uh, too, it's my, so, yeah, it's yeah. Mason's favorite, yeah, you know, yeah. when it comes no, to board I games. It. I get it. Um, Corey's, it Corey's number one. Yeah. I think yeah. it's Corey's number one. It's in my top um, 10. Brent likes it, you know, so uh, there's just, there's a lot of people a lot of times asking, hey, can we play Root? And sure. The new expansion just came out. So, you know, so we did play mm-hmm. it not too long ago. Yep. Uh, well, Part of it is is now the new thing we're doing on Friday is is everybody picks a game and mm-hmm. then we go throw darts and then the winner of the darts gets their game. <laughs> Ooh, all right. And unfortunately, Dan has been winning the darts. Like, oh, you gotta that, take that, that the next help. one has to be in his calf. <laughs> so, yeah, might have to. <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna give it a one because God, I don't want 500 people yelling at me here. But I'm going to give it a two. It is still not a game that I enjoy. I'm still very bored while playing it, and I'd rather be playing almost anything but Underwater Cities. So I'm going to give it a two right now. I'll give it a three. Um, I just need more plays of it, to be honest. I don't get to play it very much. The app's on sale. Come on Friday night. (laughs) One of the best apps. All right. And it's on sale right now. Yeah. Uh, It'll teach you every faction well, and yeah, it's good. Uh, Six. Cool. Easy six for me. All All right. right. Well, that ends for... So we got the... 25 best games, not counting Ark Nova, coming up. So. I hope you appreciate that, Punch Punch. That was rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. you better appreciate yeah. that. Come on now. No. Uh, uh, Punch Punch, I hope that you are all doing well. And please, wherever you're at, thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And uh, coming up next episode, we are we should have an announcement. Ooh, ooh, for yeah, some yeah, yeah. dates. Ooh, some dates. Whose dates? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> some uh, p- uh, little potential or not potential, but we will have it locked in. Uh, next episode, I will have the dates for next year's PPCon. So whoa. that way, people have got a lot of time to kind of try to hopefully plan, and uh, you know, hopefully we we get to see. Everybody that we did last year and hopefully some more. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. So, uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for, have a great night. Thanks for have a great night. (laughs) I really hope Richie does not cut that because I really hope everybody has a great night. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Punchboard Paradise would like to thank our loyal listeners as well as the publishers and designers that have provided review copies. You can find us at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. 
You can find us on Twitter at Punchboarders. We are on Instagram at Punchboard Paradise and Facebook at Punchboard Paradise. They drew first blood, not me. Look, Johnny. Let me come in and get you the hell out of there. They drew first blood.